Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Takeover Lounge. It's a Tuesday. Throwing me off. I feel like I'm supposed to sleep <laughs> in tomorrow, but I got to get up. But, yo, we got a special guest. It was a special. We had to make this happen because we got Never Gonna Fall Off, a.k.a. Ruben, up in here. How you doing, Ruben? I'm doing good, bro. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yo, we've been trying to plan something to get interviews, and then you're too busy, then I'm too busy, and then, like, now it's just good to have you here, man. It's just great. Appreciate that. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, so I'm glad we made it happen. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, you know, I was just going to get into it. Uh, usually Daniela starts, but I just want to know, what is never going to fall off? <laughs> okay. So, I mean, not not to give too much of, uh, you know, into it, but basically ever since me growing up, I've had a few different brands, you know. It took me, it took me a while to get to the point of where I felt like I wanted to actually, you know, take the brand more than just me, myself, and I. So basically, you know, I had a few, I had a clothing brand. I had like my own type of promotions for myself. Uh, basically getting into everything, you know, I started with the camera, which was, you know, photography, shooting videos. I've already been in front of, you know, you, there's a lot of names personally. And uh, so it just got to the point of where I wanted to create a platform. And, you know, I've always seen myself as like, I know it's kind of weird to say it like this, but I've always seen myself as like a plug. And I'm not talking like, go get your, go get your needs, but I'm talking like, if you're in Tucson, you know, and if you need a studio or if you need a producer or if you need a video, you know, or if you want to work with, with a certain artist, more than likely, I've always had the capability to make that happen. So I created a platform, which is never going to fall off. It kind of took me a while to get to the name of it. But, you know, I think everybody could relate. And that's why I kind of branded it like that. And personally, for like the first year of when I started, I didn't even follow myself on the page just because I wanted to put the platform out there as for like my city and my state first, you know, like I already feel like right. I built my personal image. So never going to fall off is more for the people, more for the city, more for the state, pretty much allowing any type of artist to post on a platform and for, you know, people within the city to see it because I built it from the ground up, you know, it's almost at like 2K. So I'm proud for that. Um, it's, it's all organic at the end of the day. And there's a lot of people, you know, that have seen it as a good thing for the people around us. So, you know, never going to fall off. It's just a platform. It's a brand. Eventually I'm going to get into like the merch of it so I can have some clothes going. And, and I've always been more on the custom side. So I'm probably going to have some things coming out custom rather than just everybody can get the same thing. Um, and then pretty much it started off as like a freelance, you know, everybody come in, you know, bring your content, bring who you are. I'm going to post you. I'm going to get you going. And whoever taps in, taps in. That's up to them at the end of the day. I can't I can't tell anybody to go into your content, but I can at least put it on platform for people to see it. And it's kind of crazy because I've seen it as like a promotions thing. I've seen it as events. I've seen it as concerts. I've seen it as, you know, merch. And I actually like just posted a flyer a few days ago that blue that blue face flyer, and that was the first that was the first flyer I've ever got paid for. So I've actually got I, I've already been paid from never gonna fall off by posting something, which that's already an accomplishment that took me at least two thousand followers later. So don't you know a lot of people put a ticket on it, and I've never been that type just because I know I got a lot more to work towards before I can start charging and before I can start you know putting it out there as like an advertisement. But for now, you know, I'm building it from the ground up. Everybody knows that taps in with me that I'll show love on the story. That's a fact. But on the, on my, on my account, like the post, I've been getting a little more strict with that. You know, I've been minimizing what I really want people to come and see. So basically, you know, it's, it's a brand at the end of the day and I'm the only one behind it, but I have a big movement. That's dope, man. I like that. Very very in depth, so now I understand where we're coming from. I understand it like completely. That's dope. That's awesome. So, are you based mainly in Tucson, or how did you make the Phoenix connection? Well, Tucson is where I'm from, so you know that was natural. Like pretty much growing up, any side of town. Like I, I grew up on the south side, but you know I have a little bit of ends on the east. I have a little bit of ends out there in Vale in the north side of two. Um, so pretty much I've always been well connected. And uh, the camera is what, you know, got me on the scene to be able to 
you know, put put a name for anything that I bring to the table. So pretty much uh, Never Gonna Fall Off is based in Tucson, Arizona. But the thing is, I've shot concerts in Phoenix. So like pretty much at the at the at the press room, I've shot there a few times. So, you know, meeting a lot of Phoenix artists out there that actually are on the scene rather than like in Tucson, I more go out and find it. In Phoenix, it I was already in the same place at the right time, you know. So right. basically, I was already connected directly to the artists that I need to communicate with. And in order to get them to Tucson, I had to build like a good friendship in which, you know, I do have a few of those in Phoenix and a lot in Tucson. That's dope. That's dope. So like when you say search for uh, artists here in Tucson, like, you mean like try to find like the hidden gems within Tucson itself? I would say there's a lot of hidden gems within Tucson and a lot of them are actually my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've had like personal relationships with a lot of people and I've seen the talent within them. And I've always had the capability to, you know, get somebody to push more with what they can bring rather than just think that mentality like nobody's going to watch me. Nobody's really listening. But at the end of the day, you know, you just have to put it out there and the rest will come in. So basically, like. Pretty much there's only one artist that I always say that I always will have with me. And uh, his name is OD on Instagram. His name is ODZ. Pretty mm-hmm. much he, he he's in a similar boat as me. You know, he's from the South. But at the end of the day, he he's not on any type of gang affiliated business. But the people that are in that industry, you know, respect him already for a character and a person that he is. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I pretty much put him on the pedestal of like, dude, you need to you need to get that content going. Because the people will follow, believe it or not, you know, they they will. And basically when he dropped that video and he was only featured on it, keep in mind, he was only featured on right, it. Right. It, it. It hit like it hit like 7K in like two days. Wow. But the thing is that, that that video had so much going on with it that I'm not going to I'm not going to drop any names. But basically, you know, so, somebody got caught up, caught up. So they had to mute the video. But that's how mm-hmm. loud it got for the city of Tucson. And, you know, a lot of people seen it, but Odizi, he's actually the only artist that, you know, I want to put further into the game. And I've already managed another artist and that was Bakari Avatar Bake. I don't know if you guys know him, but mm-hmm. he moved on and did his own thing. But now organically in Tucson, I have Odizi on my side. So pretty much we're going to build from the ground up. And at the end of the day, everybody that I'm connected to, they have their own thing going. But I like to share a little bit of what I got going because I have a lot of resources not only for Tucson, Phoenix, Vegas, and even Cali. I've, I've touched base in all of those places, and I have multiple resources to do the things that I'm doing in my city out there. But I just wanted to start here to make it right, basically. Right. That makes sense, man. And Yeah, definitely. You got uh, What's Up Tucson over there tweeting about you and uh, during the shoot. I remember yeah, hearing about that. Crazy. Yeah, that was so crazy. I was like... And I looked on your Instagram. I was like, "Oh, sure enough, it was it was Ruben." <laughs> but that was up. Um, what what was it like before? Never gonna fall off. I mean, you said you started with a camera. I mean, how did that start off for you? How did you get into videography, photography? I would say it started off always as like being a creative mind. You know, having a vision for things. And my brothers and even my best friends that are out there, they all are into dirt bikes. They're all into quads. They're all into razors. So basically it all started as like an outdoor thing, you know, Mm -hmm. shooting for the people that I really want to be around and build something that they can, you know, post on their pages. Because when I first started with the camera, it wasn't even like this, the stage how we have now when everybody wants to post things. It was like, if you're a photographer, that's what you like to do. You know, that's what you want to do. So I always just had that thing of like, you know, keeping a memory for the main ones around me and for the things that I like doing and going out and doing, which mainly was the dirt bikes and the quads. That's how it started. And then it led to like the concerts and then it led to the individual artists of working with them. And then, you know, it, it just started growing from that point, basically. It's nice. That's dope. It sounds like almost similar to Sonny's story, huh, Daniela? Kind of just yeah, like him shooting <laughs> stuff with his friends and because we had him on uh Two weeks ago, a week ago, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So yeah, interesting hearing that from you as well. Um, what um, what were you first shooting off of? Oh, <laughs> that's funny that you asked. You know, like 
this is like my first interview. This is my first anything going live. So, you know, I'm just going to put it out there. Basically, uh, I had a $99 Nikon Coolpix. And believe it or not, like I can show you the proof of it. It's kind of crazy. I was shooting with the uh, $99 Nikon Coolpix. And at that time, when I decided to take photography a little more serious, I was uh, living in Vegas. So I was out there for a little bit. And and basically, I connected uh, instantly with a celebrity. And I don't know if you guys know who Fabulous is, but he was the he was the first artist to ever make me, you know, realize that you can have it all and still be humble. You can have it all and still relate to any type of person, whether or not they got it or they don't. So basically, he welcomed me in and he was like, bro, we're going to Dre's. We're going to shoot at the club. It's like a 2 a.m. concert. So you better be ready. And and my mind is thinking like, oh, wow, how did dude even DM me back? The way that Instagram works, it's kind of crazy. And at that time, Instagram, you could only be logged on on one account. So yeah. so I knew instantly it was fabulous. Like I was like, that's no joke. Like he's really going to let me shoot from. So basically, I brought my best homie. Uh, that was out in Vegas with me. His name is Damon. And he's probably the best cameraman I've ever, ever met, period. Like any name that you could think of, I'm talking like Metro Boom, Boomin', Nav, uh, The Weeknd, uh, Migos, like all of them. He's already been tapped in because that's the way the life in Vegas works. You are tapped yeah. in. So basically Damon, he was the more of the like the had the profession but wouldn't put his name out there like that he would only you know let his inquiries come in rather than go and find them so basically i told damon like hey we got to shoot and this is a big one because if, if fabulous you know if he rocks with us every time he comes to vegas he's gonna tap in so right. basically i brought i brought damon which you know he had the thousand dollar camera been shooting movies been shooting music videos you know he was established so it was like a two-man team basically in the beginning so basically, I got into that world, and after shooting for Fabulous with the ninety-nine dollar camera, it was only up from there. That's dope. That's dope. Well, can you can you explain that night? I mean, just like oh, what you were in Vegas and you're filming with Fabulous. Like what? Like what was that like? It, well, it was kind of it was kind of crazy to be honest, because uh, because my boy that I was out there with, he was actually under twenty-one. Okay. And he was like, he was like, bro, come on. Like you getting in there. I got to get in there too. And I was like, I know like we're going to get there, but it doesn't work like that out here. You got to have ID. You can't just get in the club. Like you have to be 21 and up. So right. basically, you know, I got dropped off. I did my own thing and I linked with my boy and from fabulous DMing me. He told me exactly where he was at. He told me how to find him, but he left like the room number out specifically. Okay. And so basically we're, we're in Caesar's palace. Like where, where, where do we go? Like, how are we going to find him? Right. And I was like, I was like, I'm DMing bro, but who knows what's going on. So he'll get back to me as he can. And so we are thinking like, let's go talk to the, the lady at the front counter, but you can't go up there and be like, Hey, where's fabulous's room. She's going right. to be like, nah, like, <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't work like that. So we looked up his name, his real name. And, uh, so finally, they're like, okay, let me call his room. And if he answers, I'll let you guys up. And he didn't answer. So we we're like, oh, okay. And and so I waited for the DM back. And he's like, I'm in this specific tower. Come through. So we, you know, you know, we walked through Caesar Palace. It has multiple towers. And right when we get in the elevator, you know, when, you know how you see movies and there's those dudes in tuxedos? Yeah. It, it was like that. So you get in the <laughs> elevator and dudes already greeting you like, hey, how you doing? And it was me and my homie, and we're like, good? Like, <laughs> all right. So we're going up, and we get to the floor of where he's at. And so we get out the elevator. And you know how when you see two halls that go like this, and then there's yeah. double doors in the middle? Right. Basically, that's how it was. So the double doors in the middle is where he was at. And so all, all we could hear was, like, music bumping. And we're like, oh, damn, they're getting lit. Like, this is, this is a good scene right here. Right. And so we're knocking on the door. And Fabulous, he, he's, like, too far out of the league that nobody could even compare. Like, he got security guards that are are on his team. They, they call him Big Black Muscle, BBM. So he legit has a security team like that. He walks around like a president. And mm -hmm. and basically, we knock on the door, and his, his homie, which is, like, 6'8", probably, like, 300 pounds. Like, he's a big dude. Right. Like, I'm talking this dude wears gloves when he goes out. And so this dude <laughs> opens the door. And he was like, who are you guys? And we're like, we're here to shoot for Fabulous. And he's all, no, you're not. 
Ooh. Yeah, you're not. You're not. And then uh, we're like, oh, okay. And then, like, a few, few seconds later, here comes Fabulous. And then I don't know if anybody's ever felt any type of, like, starstruck before. And I don't get, I don't get like that. But, you know, I've always been, you know, keeping up with Fabulous because he's one of the freshest men on this earth when it comes yeah. to any type of game. And so I was like, whoa. And so he's like, come on in. I got I to gotta finish getting ready, but you guys can just hang out down here. And it was a big old penthouse. Like Jeez. the penthouses that you could think of and look at, that's what it was. And that's what wow. he stays at every single time he's in Vegas because he has a residency. Like he okay. he has it going on. So right. so basically we went in there and that was the first time shooting from I, I shot for him like two or three times. But wow. Damon Damon shoots for him every single time, like till this day. And this was back in that's like good. 2016. And Jeez. so basically we went in there and there wasn't anybody in there. there. There was like his few homies, but pretty much those are his brothers, like his management. Right. And then, you know, there, there was women in there. Like I'm talking 10 out of 10s. Like, <laughs> like, like it, it was like, wow. Like you instantly would want to try to connect if you had a camera because it was already a good room to be in, you know? Right. And so basically, you know, after he got ready, it was like one or 2 AM. I never shot concerts like this. And so yeah. basically, Basically, we're in the elevator, and Fab was like, if they don't send that deposit, I'm not performing. And, like, when you hear an artist talk like that, that's big. So yeah. they ended up, you know, sending it through. But before we went to the concert, there's a restaurant at the bottom of Caesar's Palace. And basically, when you go in there, they have uh, they have rooms, basically, that you can sit in front of the tables when they cook in front of you. But yeah. they, have, they have, like, curtains. So it's, like, oh, private. Wow. So basically, there's, like, 17, 18 of us in there. And then fast forward a little bit. So we get ready to leave. And his manager, uh, his name is Kev, uh, Street Fam Kev on Instagram. Okay. And so basically, basically he goes, hey, we're about to link up with Chris Brown. And so I was like, damn, like I'm already hitting on this shoot. <laughs> so so literally from walking out of the, the restaurant from where we were at to the front of it, let a, there was Chris Brown chilling at a table. And it was like with all college people, though, like it was a right. whole different type of feel. But he did stand up specifically and shake Fabulous's hand. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to be there. And wow. so I already knew Chris Brown was going to be at the concert. And so basically, you know, we got, we get, and keep in mind, when we walk to the, when we walk to the parking garage, there's yeah. already trucks waiting right there with the personal drivers. There's no waiting. Like he, he's already like, it's, it's set. Like the bar is there. Yeah. And so basically uh, we, we rode over there to Dre's, went through the back door and then uh, when we were shooting, that was the biggest platform I ever been on. And wow. when we were shooting, basically, uh, I seen Bow Wow there. I seen Jermaine Dupree there. I seen uh, mm -hmm. uh, Swaggy P there. Uh, that the the jeweler. Uh, there's a jeweler. Uh, I forget his name, but his daughter got famous for flashing all that money in the car. The Asians. Uh, yeah. He was there. He was there. Uh, and there was a few like up and coming. Uh, people that were like from the money team from you know their individual teams so I, I got a little bit of link up oh and Wiz Khalifa was there too wow that was that, so, was, so like, that was like that was an instant hit yeah definitely I can't imagine being in a room full of that you know what I mean for my first shoot ever to be like yo what <laughs> that's crazy man that's dope that was that was like all of it in uh in a little little sum, you know. Right, <laughs> exactly. So, yo, we about to roll a clip that we got for you. So okay. let's check it out. For sure. Appreciate you guys for coming to our first Sunday showcase, hosted by yours truly, Miguel Milo and Lucian. Never gonna fall off, Ruben, and last but not least.
to the gang, man. Young Aski, recording live from Bodega, baby. Dang, throwing it back to the old bodega shop. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> that that was the that was the last show ever at that shop. Yeah, yeah. That was, was, that was the last anything. That's crazy. And that, was it the first show ever there? Like one of the first shows to be ever at the bodega? Well, I, I did so I did a like a freestyle on the beat event. So basically okay. I had a producer that I'm cool with, uh Ant make a beat and you know I invited a lot of artists and you know to make some type of content and you know to give a little bit more of an exposure like a networking type of event yeah. uh i had that during the day at south six bodega but then you know we wanted to do a little bit more of like an ongoing thing so like mm -hmm. every sunday do a showcase so that was like the first showcase but okay. then at that show they did tell us like hey we're moving to the mall so <laughs> this is going to be the last thing so basically that that's why nobody's seen a continuing of the showcases, but mm -hmm. that was like the first actual show where artists performed the real music. That's dope. That's really dope. Um. So with showcases, do you choose your artists, or do they have to submit something? What's the process for that? Usually, to be honest, I always reach out to the people that I see working, and I see the people that you know I've been following for some time now. I, I try to keep it like as a seniority thing. If if you've been with me, we're going to continue to go. And if we come across you or if I come across you, you know, I'll, I'll involve you. So basically, I've always been trying to stick with the few artists that, you know, I see making an impact for my city and my state, let alone their own career. And then, you know, I bring in the other ones. So I usually do a little bit of like, like, like three brackets, basically first bracket would be artists that have already done shows, artists that already have features, artists that already have videos, artists that are already going the route that they would like to go in their career. Second bracket is, you know, people that are still trying to find themselves, but they still, you know, did the shows, but they're mm -hmm. still not having like the marketing or the networking or the promotions behind them. So, you know, I'd give them an opportunity as well. You know, I can't just favor the people that got it going on because you never know if somebody surpasses you, you got to be, you, you know, you got to be in there too sometimes. So right. basically first bracket, second bracket, and then the third bracket that, you know, I like these artists because they're, they're, they're these ones are going to rock with me until the end. Basically the ones that I'm putting on the platform to give them their first mic exposure, to give them their first little bit camera video. So pretty much, you know, I try to do it for everybody. That's dope. That's real sick. I like that. I like the brackets that you have already lined out. That's really dope. So, like, what got? What's your favorite part of Never Gonna Fall? Is it is it the uh, filming? Is it the editing? Is it the promotion? What's your favorite part? I would say the favorite part that I have about the the brand is basically, you know, a movement that everybody will always have a memory for any time that they affiliate themselves with anything that I do. And usually we're only going to meet if I want to talk to you or if we have an event, which, right. you know, if I have an event, that's mainly going to be the only time. But, you know, I, I do reach out more than I would say any person probably in this state because, you know, I got to build a little bit of a relationship with you so we can continue to be great. So basically, you know, I would say probably the networking part has always been the most interest for me because I'm good at that. Yeah, that's dope. What's like, what's one of the like uh, tips you can give to somebody for networking? Like if I meet you, what, what do you look for to, like to connect? Like what's a, what's a good way to approach somebody? So I would say like from any point of view of whenever you're somewhere, because I used to always go to a lot of places and I would look at the mentality like, oh, you know, of course we're at a party or of course we're at a concert. Or, of course, we, we're somewhere where things are going on. But truthfully, if you're there for a purpose, you got to look at it like, all right, I got a camera. So, you know, the artists that are on stage, basically, for the ones that I see, you know, that I would want to work with, I'm going to get a little bit of footage in just on my own. And of course, you know, going forward, they're going to recognize me. So we'll, we'll start, you know, with what I have to offer. And then I'll DM you later and show you basically the content that I have. And that's going to instantly get you to, you know, keep rocking with me. So that would be the photographer to the artist perspective, you know, mm -hmm. just take your route 
and and do the visions for what you want and for the people that you would want to work with because more than likely they don't have a cameraman and they will yeah. you know they will work with you in today's date you know we're, we're we're getting checks for shooting photos and videos so anybody can get there i i you know i'm i'm a witness of that i can say you got to start from the ground and get your movement going and i would say from the artist perspective you know you you got to have enough content to show somebody before you even say well probably after you say hello like hey my name is so and so you got to have a little bit of content to bring to the table so people can see you're serious so people can see you know you have a qualification of at least saying who you are you know i'm a rapper i'm a singer i'm a model i'm a photographer you got to have a little bit of a background and i've always looked at it like i've been building my resume and eventually i see it as like an empire so mm-hmm. if you want to go one for one, we can do that. But I'm not the type to do that. I don't want to go one for one. But with right. the resume, it's it's complete. Like there there's too many names for me to even list on this that it's possible. You just have to reach out. And from an artist's perspective, too, if you're on Instagram, don't be scared to send your links. I know that mm-hmm. that that, you know. That makes you look like somebody that's maybe a little thirsty or somebody that's a little uh, annoying. But if you're yeah. serious about what you got going on and you really want somebody to see it so they can continue to see what you're showing, you have to go out of your way and you have to start that in- initial conversation. You know, you got You got to bring what you exactly. have to the table in a full summary so they can just read it and reply and you're just straight to business. Definitely. I see. I see. I feel that. You know, I, I like what Mario said to you. Uh, you're really on top of your networking tip, no cap. That, that's really great to hear. I mean, that means you, you got that the Truly co-sign, and you got the Pike co-sign. I feel like every artist and everybody is thirsty for the Pike co-sign. So for you to have that, that's awesome, man. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that. What would you say is your biggest achievement, like, um, till now? Um, my biggest achievement, I would say is probably to where I'm at now because in the beginning it was all about an image it was all about you know I have to you know be presentable which usually it's like the clothes the 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 image of how I walk into a building that was the main thing but today fast forward I would say the main thing is you know putting all that behind me because the city does know and the city can find me if needed so basically you know the platform is what's in front so if you do need any type of and, and I'm going to say like this exposure, because at the end of the day, if if you don't have your own exposure, who's going to give that to you? There's nobody right. in Arizona that's doing that for people in which truly, yes, people put people on events. But I'm actually doing a little bit more because, you know, I'm, I'm showing you studios. I'm showing you producers. I'm I'm basically giving you a list of options when you come to me so you can find the best thing that suits you and that's why i was saying earlier like uh, i've always had an image of being like a plug but we're not talking about needs we're just talking about when you come to my city you don't need to go anywhere else because you could just hit my line to find what you need right that's dope one stop and shop right there you need studios you got it you need videographers you got it you know that's what's up so i was mario beat me to the punch but what's your goal in the music industry what's your like what's the end goal the end goal basically is, you know, of course, everybody has their own route. Of course, everybody has their own vision where they see themselves. Mm-hmm. My vision where I see myself is for every person that is going through this with me. Basically, we're going to we're going to be on top together. If you if you were with me from the beginning, we're going to be with each other in the end. And whether or not if I knew you in the beginning or throughout the mid, that's still fine because I'm welcoming welcoming anybody for the movement. But in the end, you know, basically, I, I know which artists are going to allow me to continue to help them to grow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not as I, I never see myself as a manager, but right. I've always seen myself as a motivator and, you know, getting people in the right position to to do what they want and to show their craft. And basically, if if you're not a photographer, a videographer, it's going to be a little bit harder. I will say that because mm-hmm. the camera is an instant given. But the thing is, anybody, anybody, if you're good at it, can show what you're made of. And basically, the music industry, 
I want to be able to be, uh, I would say like how they use the term A and R. Okay. I would kind of want to be like more like throw that to the left. I would kind of want to be like more scout in a way because okay. I can, I can put beats out there to certain people. You know, I can help you get a feature. I can help you, you know, uh, work with that certain artist that you see that's doing good that won't reply to use maybe. So right. basically, you know, I want to be as like, cause, cause I'm not a rapper. I'm not, I don't make music. So yeah. I can't say like my music is going to be what's out there in, right. in the front lines. But for the people that are moving with me, I want that to be in the front lines. And basically, you know, of course, Odizi, he, he has the most pop right now. And since he wants to work with me, He's going to be the person I'm going to get as furthest as I can go. And anybody art, any other artist that needs a little bit of push, you're more than welcome to. But my main goal is to get somebody as far as I can go, as far as they can go while I'm still working to build mine. That's dope. That's dope to hear. And, you know, you were planning a showcase before COVID called the, the All-Star, right? Yeah, basically, um, I, I did the All-Star 2020 show. I was uh, going to do that as like an annual show. So, so once a year, basically, I put all the best artists that I know. Don't get me wrong. There's artists out there that I've, that I've never heard about that I'm barely discovering. But for the artists that I know, as for like those three brackets that I gave you, this is how mm-hmm. I create. This is how I created this show because HBK Swank number one. Unfortunately, if anybody disagrees, that's fine. But HBK Swank, he's popping. Tucson, Arizona, he has real fans. He has real supporters. Basically, he can go on Instagram live and catch 100, 200 viewers off the rip. Nobody in Tucson can do something like that. So, you know, HBK Swank, he don't even do shows in Tucson. He don't even do shows in Tucson. So that means something. I got him on my show. You know what I mean? Second one would be ASCII. Um, ASCII, he's popping. He got his own movement. That's what I'm saying. Like some people have their own lane, but I'm still connected. And so, so ASCII, of course, I got to drop the check a little. I got to drop the check every time ASCII on the show. But his first show ever, he'll say Ruben V put him on it. Like right. he's, he's said that in interviews. Like it's real. So basically, you know, if you're with that movement, that's why I bring ASCII in the building. And it's kind of getting to the point where I was like, you know what? ASCII's going to help me out because he's going to bring his people. But now right. since I've been never going to fall off, it's getting to the point where my people are going to flood these artists. So, of course, they're going to have their own people in the building, but my people are going to be there, too, now. So, ASCII, okay. uh, second. Now, third, I just I added, I added Odizi to the lineup, and he's always been on my mind to be to the lineup. But he's kind of uh, on the end of, like, I don't know, I don't think I'm ready. But you can't think that route. You just got to – if you got people supporting you and you got real fans that like what you're doing, you just got to step up and get it done. So, I added him onto the lineup. Um, I got Juice Mans which basically Juice Man's nobody's heard about unless you've came across my page. And that's a fact because he's from Las Vegas, but okay. in Vegas, in Vegas, he got it. He'd be whipping the Lambos. He'd be whipping the Bentleys. He'd be flashing the diamonds. He, he, his, his people in Vegas know who he is and know he built it from the ground up. So Juice Man's he's going to come from Vegas to Tucson and that's going to wow. give people a little bit more of an open door. So I'm, I'm, right. I'm bringing from the outside in. And then basically we got a uh, Jake F, which basically he he grew up in Tucson and now he lives in Phoenix and he works at the Guest List Mall, so he's already building his. But Jake yeah. F as an artist, music wise, like uh, I'm gonna rock with him to I'm gonna rock with him as a as a Tucson artist no matter what. So Jake F, and then uh, who do we got on there? Let me look at this list real quick. Uh, so so basically we got uh, oh and then we got sixteen block block baby he he he's in Phoenix right now and and he has a he has a good campaign behind him uh, pretty much the class projects that's who's behind him but sixteen block baby I got my own relationship with him so he's pulling up he's pulling up so so he's gonna he's gonna make a little bit of a noise um, and then I would say we got Changa which you know I discovered I discovered Changa from his producer which is Ant Forney because okay. Anthony is like my homie. And so that was like the first artist Ant Forney put onto the pedestal. So Changa, he was at a Truly show and he, he turns up, he turns up. So we, we had to put Changa on there and he rocks with me. And then uh, I have uh, HBK Reezy is going to be with HBK Swank. And so they got their own campaign. Yeah, you know I mean, they're, they're pulling up. 
And then we have uh, added up Kevo. Kevo, he's uh, one sec, one sec. <laughs> Damn, well, he got a, he got a huge lineup going in for that one, y'all. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I asked him. I asked him the other day. I was like, "How many? How many people are going to be on this?" He said, "About like." 10 to 15, and I was like, yo, what? <laughs> yo, we just want to give a quick shout out to people that are watching on Twitter and everybody that's watching on Twitch. Yo, that's love. Uh, don't forget, we got we got GP coming in next week as well, but Ruben's back, so who else we got in the lineup? Did I freeze? No. Oh, okay. I thought I froze. I was, I was like, oh, man. Here comes the Frozo comments. Where Manny Mays in the chat? He's been quiet. Oh, that's scary. Manny Mays has been quiet. In the ch- watch him come back and be like, hi. Yeah, like, dang, we did not miss you at all. <laughs> Yo, Ruben got some big things coming up, man. I, I hope he we get him back because I want to want him to finish up he who he does. got on his lineup. But um, it's definitely going to be something to to watch and to witness. But um, mm-hmm. GP's performing next. Jay Bailey and GP is performing Saturday. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be exciting. Y'all tap in. <laughs> but I, I look at you for confirmation. Come like Saturday, like. Saturday. <laughs> okay, Saturday, GP, Thunder Canyon Brewery. Uh, are you going to be there? Because I'll be there. I'll be there. Takeover Lounge is going to be there. So we'll be chilling, posted up in a little corner. I mean, it's weird because we're social, <laughs> but anti-social at the same time. I don't know. It's just the weird dynamics that's happening on, that's going on in the world right now where we're just kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly. It'll be good. I feel like it'll be a good one. Oh, yeah, definitely going to be a good one. I just thought, hopefully we can get a corner where we can see the stage a little bit so we can, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because we went to Cash and Marley B, I was just listening. Oh, that's true. So <laughs> I'm just trying to think how it's set up. Maybe we can get, like, by the, um, what's that called? Soundboard. Okay. Sounds good. Like, Yo. You can see it enough. In the exactly. Air. I feel it. So everybody who wants to chill with the Takeover Lounge will be over by the soundboard. You know what's up? Yep. <laughs> oh, my you bad. Back? My bad. Nah, you're good, man. We're just we're just making some some talks. We're just promoting the show on Saturday. You're gonna go, maybe? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm good okay. to go. Go for sure. How is uh, so? Finish. I want to hear the rest of the lineup. Okay. Okay. For sure. For sure. <laughs> so. Uh, so basically, you know, I left off with a few good names. Um, and we got uh, AD and Cray. He's tight. You know what I mean? He, he's been rocking with the South Six Bodega movement. He's got his own movement. And and he's never, he's never missed an event that I've had. So that's what mm-hmm. I mean by seniority. If you're rocking with me from the beginning, I'm going to keep giving you those. I'm going to keep giving you those plays. You know what right. I mean? I'm going to keep giving that to you. So we got AD and Cray. He's, he's an example of that. Um, we got Eddie Smoke Loud. Uh, he's from, he, he's on the East side, you know, he started with a group called the pack. Uh, mm. I don't know if you guys heard of that, but you know what I mean? We got him. Um, we got TK been popping. He, he, yep. he's lit. He got his own thing going on. Right. He always works with God Caesar. So I always, always <laughs> rock with that. Anything God Caesar touches, I'm all for it. So, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm always rocking with that movement. Uh, we got a uh, Nico free, which is my boy, Trey is my boy, Trey. Um, I known him from school, like high mm-hmm. school, and he he's got his thing going on, and he's he's getting his buzz. So uh, I would say uh, big big church. I don't know if you yeah. guys heard of big church. Have yeah, you guys yeah. heard of him? Yes, I have. Okay. So so he he he's from Phoenix. Well, I don't think he's from Phoenix, but he lives in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And and this dude, he got he got what it like. He he's already got the income. Right. So. He's gonna keep going, but basically he rocks with the Valley Club, and Valley okay. Club is a is a Phoenix, uh, like kind of how I have never gonna fall off. Valley mm-hmm. Club is like Phoenix version, and uh, okay. so basically Big Church, that's where I discovered him, and yeah. he he's got he's got good he's got good like uh, hard music, 
And he's kind of, he's not a scammer, but he's kind of like on that, on, on that tip of where everybody's <laughs> with all that. So he, he's going to be lit. Y'all see him. Uh, we got Sorry Not Sorry. Uh, they're, they're, they're the boys. I rock with them. Uh, so I would say a little bit more. We have a uh, Young J. So Young J520. I got him on most of my events too. Um, and, I think that 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 actually that actually sums it all right there. I was yeah. I was trying to get uh I was trying to get like a celebrity guest. I was trying to get like another headliner artist, uh-huh. but I think with everything going on, it's yeah. fine because like realistically, there was already like ninety some tickets sold. So wow. so I gave everybody an opportunity of of getting those five dollar tickets, which I sold like sixty of those easy. Wow. And and artists did contribute, you know. What I mean, I'm not gonna take that shine. Uh, so after 60, they were all bumped up to 10, mm-hmm. and then I sold one ticket. Uh, so somebody hit me up and they're like, "I need that," and I was like, "All right." And yeah. so I sold my twenty dollar ticket. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it, it's it's only it's only going up, but you do have to start where you where you need to. And right. from the initial from the ish, initial get go, I was planning on uh, doing the five dollar tickets because that's in everybody's budget right that, that makes sense to me Pike brings up a good question man where where do you find these these artists like what just instagram or what platforms are you using like are you using our discord tucson discord to keep it real with you never gonna fall off is only on instagram i made mm. a I, i'm I, I was thinking about going on the twitter route but on my personal twitter i kind of put it I put it to the side because I believe, and, and this is me. Don't as as anybody in here. Don't take this for yourself. For me, I kind of thought that how can you make it on a social media if you can't focus on one? Mm-hmm. So Instagram was my focus of where I wanted to drive, and Instagram was my focus where I seen a lot of potential um, with yeah. everything that I want to do. So basically, a lot of these artists I've met either going to shows and discover them um, mm. coming across them by them reaching out to me, or I've just already been around them and they've been making music. So we've just been always growing. Makes sense. Makes sense to me. Um, let's see. So how has it been for you during the pandemic? Oh, it's, it's been, it's been, well, I mean, for everybody, it's rough, you know, everybody's going through their own situations and, you know, you just got to keep your head up. You got to stay focused, try to uh, continue to reach another goal that you have set for yourself. Um, it's, it's allowed me to be around the fam a little bit more. So that's, that's a good thing of it. Um, I've been working from home. So, I mean, why not work from home and get a check? So that's been cool. I feel that. That's dope. What um, what other things are you working on, or what's uh, we, can we see a never gonna fall off website? Can we? See, you said you mentioned merch. Can we see that uh-huh. coming soon? That that was actually what's been cycling in my mind, mm-hmm. and this is a tip that I'm just gonna throw y'all with some free game. I'm gonna throw y'all with some free game. So That's basically, good. if 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 you guys create a website for what you have going for your brand, this goes for anybody. You don't necessarily need to have people that, you know, come to your website and buy things. But, you know, as building up who you are, you should start something. And my Never Gonna Fall Off page, this is how I see it. I'm going to create the website. I'm going to put my merch on it. A few artists that I work with directly, I'm going to try to keep them from going YouTube route and try to get them directly to my website. So basically, you'd have to go to the website to see the, their music video specifically. Because when you have your own website, basically, if you get it monetized for every click, for every purchase, for every anything that people come into it with, you're mm-hmm. going to get a little something out of that, too. So I've been actually thinking of the Never Going to Fall Off website so I can put everything on there as a whole. So right. when I do special things, it drives that traffic to the website, which, you know, you got to start like that in order to create something that you want to be successful with. So I would suggest, you know creating a website and I will be on the works of that. Definitely. That's dope. That's exciting to hear. What's your, what's your favorite song right now? What's in your rotation? Mm, I, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like if I was to look at my phone real quick, 
I would probably say either either some some Drake, <laughs> some Chief Keef. <laughs> uh, I've been rocking with Money Bag Yo. Money Bag. And I'll give you one more. Uh, A and B J. I I I'm kind of more of always on like a a hyper tip when I listen to my music personally. Yeah. I can I can see that you guys you got some money bag money bag yo in there so that definitely will get you get you on one for sure. Of of course, Meek Mill too. I can't leave Meek Mill out of there. Hey, shout out Meek. That's Duh. dope. What um what local artists are you listening to right now or AZ artists? So anybody that rocks with my movement, I always tell them anything new that you drop, make sure to send it to me because I will listen. So you know, what I mean, I I the last two things that I've seen was ASCII song. Um, mm-hmm. And then when Odizi just dropped his video, that was kind of the two main things that I was rocking with, like, uh, locally. Right. So ASCII's The Fast Life and then Odizi, which was CFN. CFN, that video's on mute right now, so you can't find it. But that video, CFN, came from nothing. Uh, and then I would say uh, Greneasy, he just dropped a new project, and he got a song with 24 Hours, and that's pretty fire. Oh, that's dope. Um, Changa, I, I listen to his music because what he drops, you're just gonna get in a good music, good mood to it. And of course, uh, HBK Swank, Swank, yep. Swank got Swank got a good playlist, and uh, it hasn't hit Apple Music, but basically it's on SoundCloud. He has a song with Ugly God, in which is for an artist in Tucson. I think he set the bar with that one. Yeah, definitely. He's been sitting on that one for a while because Ugly God ain't dropping nothing. Had to drop anything for a minute, so just to have a feature from him, it's pretty big. Yeah, so I, I I keep everybody in rotation. If you send it, I'll listen to it. It's just like that. Yo, you heard it here first. Send your stuff to to Ruben. He'll listen for sure. For sure. Besides being involved with the hip hop scene and promotions and all that, what do you do? Like, what do you like to do in general? Mm, what I like to do is usually spend time with my family that would be the first thing just because I realize when you grow up that's like important not only for your mental but for everyone around you as well they want to see you around and you got to keep that you you can't ever put your character or who you are on the outside involved with your home because you got to you got to you know keep keep the boundaries and so I would say that um I've, I've been trying to I've been trying to stay focused a little more. I'll, I've been trying to do a little bit of lifting or a little bit of running every day, and that kind of eases my mind a little bit. Um, Are you stretching? Oh, and you gotta make sure you're stretching, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You gotta make sure that you're stretching. <laughs> That's a big thing. I, I would I would say the the most the the number one thing that I'm probably into right now is drawing. So right. basically, uh, I've been I've been plotting on a graphic design page. And I'm not gonna put myself on the front page of it because I'm gonna let that grow organically too. Right. But kind of like what I what I draw specifically is uh, like cartoon, anime, um, a little bit of everything. So I've drawn like Courage the Dog, uh, Cat Dog, Crash Bandicoot, Dexter, Crusty uh, um, the Clown. So things hey. like kind of in that one of one wave. That's what I like to draw, and and eventually. I'm a, eventually I see myself getting into the airbrushing world. Okay. So once I get my hand right, I'm going to try to do a little bit of airbrushing on like t-shirts, fitted hats, shoes, jeans. So kind of, kind of leading up to that point, but you got to get your hand right before you can take that next step. Definitely. Definitely. Yo, just one last question before you go ahead and end this thing. What are any tips you can give? I mean, you've been giving out a lot of game, actually. You said, free game but you, you dropped a lot of gems here but what's one thing you want to leave for viewers to listen to and to, to practice or a tip that you wish you had okay i would say i would say no matter how old you are you know if you have your mindset to something and you are passionate about it you know go towards that and find something you know that you can give a little bit of your time to, to keep progressing, to stay within your industry. So you can see a little bit more rather than just what's in your mind. Cause when you keep your mind closed, you're going to never progress. So try to, you know, 
look for who's within your lane. Maybe you can grow a little bit from that. Um, I would say as well, you know, keep, keep, keep focused definitely at these times for what's going on. Um, everybody deserves to be as far as they want to be in life. So I've always had the perspective of I'm going to be on top with everyone else that's up there. So basically just meet me there and we're going to get it going. And so, you know, if, if, if you're someone that doesn't have any of that going on, just believe in yourself, invest a little bit in your craft and you'll find your route of where you should, of where you should really go. And don't ever compare yourself to anyone because once you do that, you're kind of already taking a step back because everybody has their own route. You know, Definitely. don't don't let anybody cross that. Of course, there's obstacles, but don't let any individual cross your route and just keep chasing what you have for yourself. Definitely. Yo, where can they follow you at, man? You can follow me on uh, Instagram. Never going to fall off. You can find me on my personal page, too, if you want. It's Ruben underscore V.I.I. So that would that, I'm I'm mainly on the gram. So my bad <laughs> if everybody else is on it, everything else. Thanks. Yo, you definitely tap in. Yo, it was a pleasure having you on this Tuesday night special. I'm all I get bummed now. I'm like, oh, I gotta go. I gotta get ready for work tomorrow and stuff like that. But it's all yeah, good. Yo, we appreciate you have appreciate you stopping by. Yo, next week we got GP the poet coming in mm-hmm. on Friday. So y'all tap in on Friday. We're gonna be here your normal Friday. Yo, you can follow me at Z underscore underscore G I V. You can follow Daniela at Daniela.almeida01. She got it. Look at First try. I got it. And first try. You can follow the Takeover Lounge at Lounge Takeover. Follow Mankind at the Mankind Podcast or Podcrafty. I don't know if that one's public yet, but definitely tap in with them. And, yo, we will see you Friday. I hope to, I hope to see y'all at the show, too. Oh, we'll be there. We'll be there. All right. For sure.